Hey everybody, this is Derek King with the Derek King Sports Show. We all know how important it is to stay protected. Sometimes life throws you a curve and that's why you need Allstate. The Wiley Group has two locations in Festus and Arnold to serve you. They offer home, auto, boat, motorcycle, business, life insurance, investments, and so much more. They offer a customized approach that is unique to your situation to make sure that you, your family, and assets are properly protected. They also offer great rates and savings. Give Sean and his team a call today at 636-764-6294. They'll help you with an insurance quote right over the phone. Even give them a call if you just want to talk sports. (laughs) They do that too. We all have busy lives, so you can also email Sean at seanwiley at allstate.com and talk to him about your coverage options. And remember, you're in good hands with Allstate. Hey, this is Derek King with the Derek King Sports Show. We all know buying a vehicle can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be. Fifth Street Motors, located in Pacific, Missouri, will help you find the vehicle that you need no matter what brand. Fifth Street Motors believes in giving you the best price on a pre-owned vehicle that will fit your budget. Give Brandon or Don a call today at 573-259-1306 and make sure you tell them that Gateway City Sports sent you. City to city, state to state, worldwide, Derek King Sports is in the zone. This is it. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network. Palmer Alexander, a.k.a. the living legend, K-I-L. One other kill, but kill still kills. Joining me on our Celebrity Line, sponsored by Cafe Piazza. It is the founder of Gateway City Sports, Derek King. It is always good to be king, Derek King. How you doing today, man? Well, yes, it is always good to be in King. Thank you for asking. I'm doing fantastic. It's always amazing to be back in the house of the legend. You know, actually, you, you're back home at Inazone in, in, in a way. Um, listen, you, you, you spent some time in the 50th state, you know, on the, on the big island. I, I know you had a good time. Uh, I, I love the messages that you sent from Hawaii. I said, okay. I said, you know. Uh, he's jet flying limousine riding on the big island and everything in between man so how's your trip well i mean don't forget the rolex <laughs> i mean you gotta, you gotta throw that in there too but yeah it was it was a great time you know it's the first time in a couple of years that we've actually me and my wife have been able to get away on vacation uh so that was always fantastic to be able to kind of disconnect go out and just enjoy yourself have a good time uh and, you know since obviously all the COVID stuff has come about, it's been hard to be able to go on vacations, but this was really nice and had a lot of fun. Glad and, to be back, though. And, you know, and, and not only that, though, too, with with the COVID and then with you getting a chance to kind of uh, reinvent yourself and the Derrick King sports site and then... Uh, you needed some time to get away, decompress, because Gateway City Sports, man, loving everything that's going on uh, with that. But we got some breaking news already, so hit us with it, Derek. 
Well, the breaking news right now is that the Falcons have agreed to trade wide receiver Julio Jones for a sixth rounder to the Tennessee Titans. And the uh, Jones and a sixth rounder to the Titans for a second and fourth round pick. That's big. That, That's huge. <laughs> that, that, that is wow. Because Tennessee already got one of the best running backs in the NFL. I felt like Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback is 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 playing up to his potential what everybody was expecting uh, from him when he came out of Texas A&M. AJ Brown is a stud of a receiver and then you add Julio to that watch the hell out. Think about the 1999 Rams in, in St. Louis and what they were able to do with the greatest show on turf and having the presence of a pure pocket passer like Kurt Warner, something as a slash threat out of the backfield like Marshall Falk. Then you had Isaac and Torrey on the outside. You always had Isaac King in the slot, and you always had your fourth down receiver as Ricky Pohl. The Tennessee Titans are setting themselves up to be that caliber of a team. It's scary. Yeah, and, and you got two big physical wide receivers who are hard to not only keep up with, but they're hard to bring down too. Absolutely. And, you know, in today's NFL, wide receivers now are built more like tight ends, almost to a certain extent. So, you know, the, the tight end has become more of a hybrid of a pass-blocking uh, or potentially run-blocking linemen that just can catch some passes uh, five yards out, ten yards out. You're, but you're also looking at those extreme hybrids like Travis Kelsey and George Kittle uh, and, and others of that ilk, you know, the Rob Gronkowski uh, formula. You're seeing these transitions in real time in the NFL, and it just it amazes me the talent that just continues to keep going into that. It's, all, it's even an overflow of talent to where the NFL can't even manage to keep even top stars, top flight players in the league because there's so many talented players that are coming in. You know, uh, now that we are talking, we're talking football anyway, and I'm going to call a little audible. And in the middle of you talking about how tight ends have evolved, I, I definitely want to get your take on Tim Tebow getting this opportunity down in Jacksonville. Uh, it happened while you was away in Hawaii. And uh, this is my first time actually making a comment about it, so I'm glad I'm getting a chance to put it on the wax right now. You know, I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, about Tim Tebow at the age of 33 going out uh, playing a tight end position. Um, and you just said yourself the way these uh, uh, wide receivers are built, they're built like tight ends and they can run extremely fast. What kind of impact do you think Tim Tebow is going to make at the age of, what, 33, 34 as a tight end? He won't have a physical impact. I don't I don't see in any world where uh, Tim Tebow will have any form of an impact like a Travis Kelsey or George Kittle or any of, anybody of that ilk. I see him having more of a mental aspect to the game to where teams are looking, okay, what are they doing with him? You know, what kind of scheme are they running? What are they trying to do with him? And to psych the, uh, the opposing team out, that's what I really think Tim Tebow's been brought in here to do. He's a universal guy, kind of like how you have in baseball, 
to where you'll have that utility player that can come in, play any position on the field, and uh, gets a spot at bat here and there. That is the voice of Derek King. He is the founder of Gateway City Sports Media Group, and he's joining us on our Celebrity Land sponsored by Cafe Piazza. So, a lot of people know now, if they have been paying attention, I mean, the, the last time we had you on, that interview is still going, and it's over 11,000 plays, um, and, it, and it's still probably got more plays as we're talking, as, as we speak, the NFL lawsuit. So a lot of people want to know, especially a certain pesky person that comes in our inbox, uh, wants to know what's happening next with the stadium uh, lawsuit. Do you have any updates for the people? Well, to update you uh, on the plays, it's actually <laughs> over 12 and a half now. So, you know, hey, that's that's pretty darn good, I'd like to think. Uh, it has really slowed down uh, on the NFL lawsuit in St. Louis front. Things have gotten extraordinarily quiet. Things are still developing. Uh, you know, I'm always keeping an eye on, uh, on the case files, things that are getting filed in the court, documents so on and so forth. It continues to happen uh, on a weekly basis, but it's very uh, quiet now at this stage of the game, which usually tells me something else is going on behind the scenes uh, that we're not privy to, but it's just got to keep paying close attention to it. It just keeps moving along, but the quieter it gets, that's where you got to start asking questions. Okay, what are they up to now? Because that's the only reason it gets quiet. Yeah, and you know they they pushed the trial back. They they pushed the trial back a year. And we talked a couple of days ago. We both are in agreement that this will they will never have a jury trial for this case. Never. No. They never will. It'll never get to that stage because. If you look at the NFL's past history, and this is where, it, this is the thing that just always fascinates me with uh, the general fan, uh, or even people who try to understand where it is that I find out my information, or well, who's your source, and where are you getting this information? A lot of this stuff is just common sense. And looking at history of the NFL, how they behave, what their traits are, what they have done in the past. It's, it, there's always these sayings, right? Like leopards don't change their spots and zebras don't change their stripes and things, even though they may change, they often stay the same. That's the NFL to a T. They're a creature of habit. They continue to, con uh, to do the same things over and over and over again. They do not want their dirty laundry the bad, horrible things that they have done to their fan bases in the past to come out in open court for people to see, oh my gosh, look at what you've done to these cities. You've held one city over another city over another city to renegotiate and get millions more in taxpayer-funded money to support these stadiums where billionaires could afford to build them three times over easily. This is the issue that we have here. This is kind of the crux of the St. Louis lawsuit is that you have Stan Kroenke who could have stayed in St. Louis for $700 million and been the savior of football and had a stadium built outside of the new complex and he would have been exalted in St. Louis from the fan base. But he decided to leave. He went out there to L.A. 
he has to build him this $2 billion stadium, which turns into three, which turns into four, five, six, so on and so forth. Who knows where it's going to stop at this stage of the game? But the fact of the matter remains is that the NFL does not want you, the fan, to know what it is that they do behind closed doors. Mm. That is the voice of Derek King. He is the founder of Gateway City Sports Media Group. And listen, we're throwing the football around as we like to do on the end of zone shows. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. So another thing that, uh, that I want to bring up is we had another conversation about uh, possible scenarios. And I, we love talking about these things, but it's our way of being able to break it down. But normally when we do that, it always seems to come to light. And I feel comfortable with us have you know being able to talk about those things and when we was talking about the NFL and going to London and you brought up something that was that made so much sense that I wanted the listening audience to be able to 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 hear where we're coming from and if they the NFL wants to expand into Europe they have to do more than just put one team over there not only they have to put multiple teams over there that means you're talking about a mass cash investment into that and the nfl seems like they're still hell-bent on trying to create a global brand that's exactly what they're doing and the news just dropped here i believe it was here three or four days ago uh that the nfl is now exploring interest in the country of germany and they're actually going and eyeing several different cities within the country of germany to host nfl games in the future because this is what they found out about london and this is why i totally uh debunk every single person that ever comes along and says london is the new expansion london is london is a talking point that the nfl uses that they don't have la anymore they have to have something to leverage cities to get that money. They need it. They want it. That's how they have to do it. So London is the new LA. They're going to use it. Now, the, the only way that London works is if you're playing games in Europe. That's it. You are not going to have players that are going to want to jump the pond, you know, or have play four games over there and come over here and play four games and go back. And, that just, it doesn't work. Logistically, it doesn't make any sense. I would say in approximately about the next 10 years, you're going to see the NFL expand into more of a WFL, a World Football League, or a European Football League, an EFL, to where you're going to have a European branch, you're going to have the National Football League American branch, and then you will end up having a World Championship game that will be played by the winner of the EFL and the NFL. That's what they're going for. That's the end game. Take it to the bank. Wrap it in gold. Because, woo, I'm telling you, that's where the NFL is going right now. You know, uh, the more I think about it, too, and, you know, now that you put it, put it in, in that perspective, is I remember how it may have been even after the Olympics, and I'm sure someone, there's a smart ass that will correct me. But the NBA, I remember, I think around the Dream Team time when they, they start playing all these different countries and they were just stumping a mud hole in them. But it helped, you know, their global brand. And now the NBA has such a large 
influx of players from all over the globe. They have a complete global brand. And, and it and also helped those other leagues in Europe and Spain, Turkey, Australia, uh, uh, um, uh, do do well, extremely well. So I'm wondering if the NFL is kind of following suit. Same thing with Major League Baseball, too, because at, at a drop of a dime, they, they have that World Baseball Classic. The NHL used to do something like every two to four years. Some There's some sort of championship uh, type of classic, world championship type of classic. So I think the NFL is a good idea. Maybe the NFL probably 40 years behind the time, but I guess better now than never. <laughs> well, you're talking about the number one American sport by far, eclipsing every other single uh, major league sport or major sport, professional sport in the United States as a country. Worldwide, uh, you got to believe that soccer is still by far the number one worldwide sport, uh, especially over there in Europe. But with the NFL or professional football gaining in popularity in those areas. The one thing I want to touch on, too, is what you had just said about the NBA and their expansion, the dream team playing in over in other countries, the amount of influx of players that have come from those other countries from that uh, outreach back in the early 90s, because we remember the dream team, 92. Yeah. You know, we, we remember those, all that. It, the NBA right now features 107 international players from 41 different countries. That's just, it's got to boggle your mind. The types of players that are playing at an elite level that are from 41 different countries that are playing in the NBA is absolutely astonishing. And that's what the NFL is trying to duplicate. That's what they're, that's where they want to get. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and I think I used to always wonder too, uh, just as a kid, you know, doing the Olympics, you have, you know, uh, your basketball, normally they have your best pro athletes, baseball, you normally see your best uh, USA players, even with hockey, you know, the, the major four sports, you always saw some of the best stars, but you always wondered, like, what would it be like if 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 football was a part of the Olympics, or would it ever be part of the Olympics, and how would that look? Uh, do I dare to dream? Right? <laughs> I'm just a sports fan. You're listening to the In the Zone Show. I got the founder of Gateway City Sports, Derek King, on our Celebrity Line sponsored by Cafe Piazza. I want to transition to what we're doing together, linking up. With Gateway City Sports Media Group, man, we're doing the in the cards, man. And listen, man, having a lot of fun doing it, man. I'm I'm loving what we got going right now. Yeah, you guys got a fun show over there within the cards. You know, I love listening to it every time you guys put it out. It's always fun. It's always exciting. A lot of humor in there. I get a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff, too. And as a Cardinal fan right now, boy, you better have a sense of humor because that's just the way things are right now. Uh, because we always want to be uh, part of the pond, but we always want to be at the top of the roost. And right now, sitting in the middle, uh, it just doesn't look that good. Because you don't want somebody crapping on your head from above. <laughs> and uh, the, the fact of the matter is, you guys got a hell of a lot to talk about here over the next few weeks before the trade deadline comes up. And you know what? It's a great mix, though, too, with, with us on, on our end and, and some of the great Riders actually, uh, Arlington just cut one recently with Brian Swope, so that's going to be uh, airing real soon. Uh, just excited about 
Excited about that, you know, feeling. And, hey, listen, last week I filled in for the great Gene Bonds. You know, I called him great. I'm, I'm already coordinating him as being great because he is great. And, you know, Matt Widener did the first show. So it's it's a lot of fun, getting a lot of traction. And we just got more and more shows down the pike to come, man. Yeah, and that's, you know, when it comes to the Cardinals, I, I don't know if there's there's ever going to be too much talk because there's always somebody that wants a different perspective and they want a different point of view. Uh, and it's definitely with you guys. I know that you're not going to take cheap shots. That's what I've always liked about you guys, but and you're always going to be fair. And I want to listen to a product, at least that goes gets piped into these ears, that is a very straight, clear, concise message that I can listen to as a fan and take something away from it instead of it being a bunch of lip service. So that's the one thing I appreciate about you guys over there at In The Zone and doing the In The Card show because it's always a good time. All right, Derek, I know you're a very busy man. Tell our listeners what is coming up next out of Gateway City Sports Media Group. Well, we always got articles almost every day, every other day at least. Uh, if it's not about the Cardinals, it's about the NFL. It's about Major League Baseball in general. Uh, it's it's about you know hockey, NHL, MLS, the the new MLS team coming to St. Louis, STL City SC. You know, there's so many different things that we talk about over there. Just on the website at www.gatewaycitysports.com, but we also have two social media pages over there on Facebook that we would love for everybody to go and add and go over and check out. You have the fan group, and then you have the main page. And, you know, you got to follow both because we, we love to do stuff on the fan page. It's more fan-oriented, a lot of different articles, a lot of different uh, almost forum-based conversation that we like to do over there. Uh, and then we have our Gateway City Sports exclusive content that goes over onto the main page on Facebook. But don't forget, you got to go over to Twitter, too, as well, because that's where you're getting all the live latest information on Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, so on and so forth. You're going to get it all over there in real time on Gateway City Sports. All right, Derek, thank you so much. You know we would definitely be in touch with you. And guess what, man? You see, we already know what's causing all of this. <laughs> all right Derek man thanks so much man i'll talk with you soon thank you brother all right that is Derek king sports he is the founder of gateway city sports media we're going city to city state to state worldwide you're listening to in the zone and this is the network Hey folks, the A-Train here for Cafe Piazza. Now I know you've heard about our sponsor on many of our shows. It's located at 1900 Arsenal Street at the corner of Arsenal and Limp, just a block away from the Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Let me tell you something. They have wonderful Sicilian pizzas. My favorites are the Tutto Carni and the Pizza Bianca, especially the Bianca. Try it and you'll thank me later. They also got some wonderful brews, and their great weekend brunch, which is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. And now they have added the Benton Parquet 
and it's got pool tables, arcade games, pinball machines, darts, and more. It's great for parties, small gatherings, or just a cool hangout with friends. So swing by Benton Parkade over at Cafe Piazza, 1900 Arsenal Street at the corner of Arsenal and Limp. You can find them online at CafePiazza.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cafe Piazza STL. And tell them the A-Train sent you. 